Nine o'clock on a chilly but no snow morning here in Chicago. I'm David Kaplan. He is the great Jonathan Hood. Again, we'll have uh, a Shoto Imanaga, Shota Imanaga update with Jesse coming up at 9.35. Mm-hmm. So, Hoodrow, do you think we hear today, like when I'm listening to Waddle and Sylvie or Carmen York, during the day, do you hear Bears have announced a press conference and here's what Schefter's tweeting? What do you think? I think that we hear something today about tomorrow. That makes sense. I mean, I think that for some reason, they have a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of plates spinning, trying to figure out what to do with Luke Getze and the offensive staff. I'm, I'm leaning toward them looking at a new offensive coordinator and, and people that can help whoever the quarterback is going to be for the Chicago Bears team, Justin Fields or otherwise. I think that they, you have to look at it realistically, Cap. If you are the Chicago Bears, you look at everything that you did this year and you look at the positives and the negatives. You get yourself a yellow pad, just like you and I have. Yep. Get that yellow pad. Left side, positives. Right side, things you need to work on. Not necessarily negatives, but things you got to work on. On that right side of the margin, on that yellow pad has to be how can we be able to score more points? How can we be more of an efficient offense? How can we be more dynamic offensively, have more production in that spot? There, I mean, you could talk about the defense. You could talk about how the team stayed together, how outside of Chase Claypool wasn't really a lot of controversy at all with the team. Ultimately, they stayed together throughout the 7-10, and 10, and that's great because you got a gr- great group of guys in there. That's fine. But on the other side of the margin, it's about the upgrades and that offensive line. That's got to I mean, outside of the head coach and, and the offensive coordinator, job one's got to be the protection of whoever the quarterback is, that offensive line, and get better in your defense with three technique. So I would just say that, again, if you're the Bears, they're probably looking through everything so they can make a decision on who they're going to hire either from the head coach or from the coordinator to the quarterback. They're looking through all of it. And I'm, you know what? Take your time. Fine, Cap. Take your time. But make sure it's right. That's my whole point of all of this. Just make sure it's right. Yeah, I liked Tommy's comment where he said to us, swing big, think yeah. big. Think about what, what... This is not that Matt Eberflus isn't a good human being and he's got some qualities and he kept it together. We're thinking bigger. We're trying to win a Super Bowl, man. That's it. Yes. That's yes, the that's... most disappointing thing to me is I think we're a, a city of settlers. It's unfortunate. But, you know, and again, we have to be braced for all of this because how many press conferences have you covered and how many press conferences have I covered in our careers where we say, oh, there's going to be change because clearly this organization sees what we see. And then it ends up being the opposite where things just stay the same. Stas quo's fine, but you've got to be able to guarantee me that it'll be better than 7 and 10. I, I just I find it unbelievable that some that are listening to us now say that that's fine, good enough. Good enough, it doesn't work. We go back to the first hour. I told you I quoted Jason Leisure from the Sun-Times, a great quote where he writes. He wasn't his own, you know, quoting someone else. He said, continuity is only valuable when a team is certain it has the right guy. Do you Correct. have the right guys? We don't know that. And if you're seriously thinking about well, who else is out there, then you know you don't have the right guy. I used your being married. Hey, I'm going to check out what else is out there. Maybe I'll go back to my way. No. That's <laughs> right. just not how it works. <laughs> right. <laughs> do you have the right person or not? And I don't think we do. I do not. So, so, you know you know that Tommy's locked in with Jim Harbaugh. There's got to be some news. And I respect the know. loyalty. 
Yeah, there's he's I mean, they I'm sure that they talk. I'm sure there's a connection there. Jim is probably also looking to find out what's the best opportunity for him. Uh, You mentioned uh, yesterday on our show about the possibility of Jim Harbaugh wanting more power than just being the head coach or the pseudo O.C., Okay, you know, there's some jobs that's available that in which he could be able to be the face of the franchise to be able to have full autonomy of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the Bears will be willing to do that. I don't know what the push and pull is. Oh, I don't that. think they would. But, I mean, that's when we talk about tiers, that's a top shelf hire for me. I, I told you, Cap, this whole thing with the cheating is wrong. There's no doubt about that. However, there's some NFL teams that, ah, that was college. That was college. You know, you won't, you won't be cheating here. Don't worry about it. You could just lead us to the Super Bowl. And you know that Harbaugh has the chops to do that. He has the because he's a player's coach and knows offense and all the positives. You know he checks every box for a team that needs someone that can stabilize a franchise and help it win. Harbaugh would be that guy. But if it's not him, why not Mike Vrabel? As you mentioned, I'm glad you pointed it out because some listening to us are just getting the dribs and drabs of information. You mentioned to everybody that hey, with Vrabel, this is not one of these things where you get to trade a draft pick or players. He's available to anybody. Anybody and all it costs is money that you don't have to do anything. Go get them. Like, there, we've had callers that some couldn't hold. They wanted to get to Mike Tomlin. I'd love Mike Tomlin, sure. but guess what? He's not available. He's under contract. Mike Vrabel, make the call. Hey, I'm sending a jet to get you, and I'm not letting you leave till we agree to a deal. Period. Let's go to. No. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say, uh, Cap, we should just open the door for some conversations that we get on our text messages. I know that you've gotten this text because I got this as well yesterday. Mm-hmm. The question of how much would the Bears be willing to spend for a new head coach and asking me about Harbaugh. I said, well, that could be anywhere between seven and 17 and 20 million a year. Mm-hmm. Or And I said, I'm not sure if the Bears would pay that. That's the old Bears. But I'm hoping that this new regime, this new outfit doesn't look at the checkbook and just says i want the best available and i'm going to pay for it quality cost pal i was told by somebody that i trust who is intimately involved with ownership there i'm not talking about a media person i'm not talking about you know some guy that was dropping amazon packages at the house no <laughs> this is somebody who is wildly connected and i said what if mike tomlin became available that was the name i used and he's 20 million a year he said write the check he said yep. that, that way of thinking is over. Kevin Warren has made it clear. Money will not get in the way of whatever we need to do. Yeah, you got to love that. Let's go. Uh, to the phone. That's right. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Dave in Lake in the Hills. Hey, Dave, what's up, Sparkles? Joker and hoodie. Hey, guys. What's up? So I was thinking, the reason I think nothing has been said about the, the coaching or anything like that is that there, Eberflus made some improvements this year. I'm not an Eberflus fan. fan. I'm, I'm a Justin Fields fan, but I don't think he's being utilized right. But my thoughts are that they're going to trade Justin just because Eberflus did not get to pick his quarterback. You know, most head coaches, like you said, uh, the guy in Denver, he wants to pick a quarterback for his team. Eberflus didn't get that chance. So maybe now he'll get that chance to pick his quarterback. Yeah, I have no interest in allowing him to do that because he's got no history of developing a quarterback. This is the biggest hire in the history of the franchise. Matt, we appreciate everything you did, but we're moving on. We're either trying to fix Justin or we're drafting Caleb Williams. No, I'm not letting you be the guy that does it, period. 
That's it. You know, thanks, the idea, thanks and, the, and the idea, he says, that Justin Fields isn't being utilized correctly. How should the Bears utilize him, Cap? I mean, he runs with the football. The, the, sporadically, there's plays down the field in which, first of all, he has time to do at times. Sometimes he holds the ball too long. But we've seen spectacular plays, splash plays from Justin Fields. What I'm saying is it's too few and far in between. And, again, that's not all on Fields because it all works in concert. The offensive line, the offensive coordinator, it all has to work. All I know is that when we talk about the teams that Shade mentioned, the 49ers, Baltimore, Buffalo, Detroit, uh, the, the Packers, these are teams here that have a system in place and they're able to execute. It's not, it doesn't happen all the time because that's not how the NFL works. We're saying that it doesn't happen enough for the Bears for them to be a serious contender offensively. Completely agree. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Um, Reggie is on the app. Hey, Reggie, what's up, man? Hey, man. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, what's up? Hey, okay, Rich. so here's hey, hey, this right here. I've been listening to you guys all season long, and mm-hmm. the season has ended. And okay, so what got on my nerve a little bit is like the flipping. I don't know if Jay Moore sort of retired the little, the the, the, the sound effect or whatever. But and the guy and you guys changing the narrative. What okay, narrative are we changing? Up. Okay, check it. So you said you both said y'all y'all like to bring up this last three years, and bring out these this uh, the the nonsense uh, nonsensical record about Justin Fields. Now, on another occasion, you already said he had Nagy one year that was a total failure and set him up to get killed. Mm-hmm. Then the second year, you said he stripped it down, that it was stripped down to the studs. Mm-hmm. You're still throwing that on him. Mm-hmm. This, and then when he, he, then he, he managed to even do something last year, the second half of last year. This year, he got hurt or whatever, but he, he, did, he did have some good games. Now, and you saying, you like, y'all, y'all like to look at the other guy's girlfriend. Or whatever, be like, oh, I like that over here. Like how you like Josh Allen and these other QBs. You put any one of those QBs behind this O line, and who, which one of them got more escapability than Justin Fields to get to get away from that? Hold on, and he didn't even have a chance. Are, you, are you telling me you take Justin Fields over Josh Allen? I'm going to take Justin Fields over Josh Allen right now, and I'm not just saying that, and I'm not, I'm not just saying that just to say that because I love Justin Fields. Damn. That ain't just because of that. Okay, I, I'm it, telling you that. I, I'm going to be really honest with you, and I'm not trying to be a jerk here. If you would take you Justin Fields over Josh Allen, you need to stop watching football. No, I don't need to stop watching football. And another thing is another 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 example of your flipping, like you you like sort of like the jump off this high wire sometimes. No, you just said how you oh I like the kid and this and that. Weren't you the same one that called Justin Fields a jackass after you misunderstood what he he was saying about the fans? Uh, I don't think I did. So what, what, a, is, he, is he a, a good guy or is he not? I've said consistently, you may be thinking of someone else, consistently no, that, he is a, that he is a great person. He is well-liked. He's not a bad quarterback, but I want better. I read you the did stats. Did you not call him a jackass I did not. Yes, I did. you did. When he no, made I that did comment not. about the fans. What comment about the fans? When he said, when, he, when, when, when a lot of fans mistook it, what he was saying, that they don't like, they don't care about the um, but that the players care just as much as the fans do. And everybody um was like, he was saying that oh, uh, the fans don't care and whatnot. And you took it as if he was being a jackass. Why he had to make that jackass comment? Okay, I don't remember ever saying that. All I can tell you yeah. is, and Hoodie will back me up on this. I have been yeah. as excited about this kid being here as any quarterback we've ever had. Guess what, Reggie? I want better. You are in love with Justin. That's great for you. He's I want better. not I see progress. good enough. You don't? 
No. You don't see progress. Not enough. Not enough. This was only the second year when the boys getting everything together. This, this, oh this, my god! This the first year when he got a team around him, D- and he did not have a great year. Reggie, he's ranked One among receiver. the bottom. One so, receiver so, that he could depend on. Oh, Cole Komet's not a good receiver. He's a tight end. You know what I'm what I'm saying, man? Come on, Reggie. You're so better than this. Reggie, you're in his, in his predicament. You're smarter than this. You're smarter than you this. You are smarter than this as well. You want to put Caleb in the same predicament, and he will do better. Caleb would have did better behind that O-line on Sunday. Damn. I'm not telling you that. I said exactly. that clearly this week. But guess what? You left Mahomes on the board. You left C.J. Stroud. You tell me you wouldn't rather have C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields? Versus the... Versus the draft hall that we got over that? No, I, I didn't ask you that. I did no. not ask you that. If I said I could drop one guy on your team, C.J. Stroud or Justin Fields, who are you taking? I'm taking Justin. Okay, have no a good stuttering. day. Uh, thanks, Reggie. Oh, my God. What? What on earth? Yeah. I'm getting cooked. I mean, Jesus. Yep. Mother so, of God. Well, well, here's the thing. Reggie is one of these guys that listens to what he wants to listen to. Correct. And that's fine. What I always say is when you turn on the show – via the app or the radio, when you turn it on, you probably should listen to it. I mean, so, so when I say on a regular basis, ad nauseum, that when the offense fails, it's on everybody, again, there's some that like to pick and choose and say, well, it's not on Justin. The whole victimhood of it's not Justin, it's Justin, just like it's Luke Getze, just like it's the offensive line, just like it's the whole system. The idea that you think we're piling on just one guy is not true. Well, yeah, so another way, you saw about the other, other, um, the other guy's girlfriend. Well, you wouldn't want to have more upper echelon quarterbacks than Justin Fields. You know, you might love Justin as a player for this Bears team on the rise, but there are already ready made quarterbacks that are as young or younger than Justin Fields that are getting it done in the National Football League. So, again, if you just watch Bears football, you think that's the best that you can get. It, there's better, trust me. There's better in the draft. There's better that's playing in the NFL. There's better that's going to be playing in the playoffs. So you can pick and choose, but as I always say, if you're going to turn the show on, listen to it. I say on a regular basis, when you fail, you fail as an organization. Just as part of the organization, he failed like everybody else. This whole victimhood of, of Justin Fields has been nonsense from the jump. You fan how you want to fan. I'll look at it as saying, I want this team to be a playoff team. That's what I want. If, that, if you don't want that, good for you. I think Reggie may have been smoking some Reggie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Taking well. Stroud over, uh, or Fields over Stroud. There is absolutely nothing to support taking Justin Fields over C.J. Stroud. Oh, and my again, God. Again, hey, Cap, we talk about this all the time. There are some Bears fans that just watch the Bears game and then uh, ask their spouse, okay, what are we doing today? Because I can't watch the rest of the league. Fine. Like, like, okay, so – and, and his, his point is valid in this regard. He talks about this offensive line. He goes, what is Caleb yeah. Williams going to be like with this offensive line? Well, he's right. Like, this offensive line is rickety, and it needs to have change. There should be a clown car of offensive linemen coming to Lake Forest today to try to work out to get this right. So he's right in that regard. The offensive line has been terrible. But the bottom line is you can't tell me there aren't better quarterbacks that you'd rather have than Justin Fields right now as the team gets better year after year. But three wins to seven wins to what? And while you have that what, you try to, uh, to make the roster better on both sides of the football. Completely agree with what you said. Reggie's out of his mind. And I love his passion. I do. But if you tell me you take Josh, you take Justin Fields over Josh Allen and C.J. Stroud, then you need to stop watching football. 
and that's and that's fine. And but but he has identified himself. There's a scarlet letter on Reggie and and fans of his ilk that he's a Justin fan more so than the Bears fan. That's what it is, and he that's what he a, is. That's what he is. That's what it is. There's plenty of Michael Jordan fans that weren't fans of the Bulls or the organization, but they love Michael, and you have every right to that. But don't come in here and tell us like there's no other better quarterbacks that you'd rather have. Of course, because they have more skins on the wall, or better organizations, or better systems offensively. Correct. That's just being fair. Correct. Just being fair. Correct. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We are uninterrupted because we want to take a bunch of your calls. Uh, let's go to Allen and Buffalo Grove. Hey, Allen, what's up, Sparkles? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, man? Good, Allen. Hey, I'll get one. I would not take um, Justin Fields over um, Josh Allen, but he did throw a lot of interceptions, Josh Allen, this year. You got to say that. But, well, he um, turns it over and, like a Pez dispenser. But yeah. the only thing about him is, and, and we talked about this the other day, Alan, the, the infrastructure with the Bills is, yeah, Josh Allen turns the ball over too much. But, then, but they, let him top, do, they let him improvise, and that's what makes him great. Well, well the, the other thing is is that they have a defense that can make up for his mistakes, right? And they, and they can come back yeah. on another drive and be able to. So that's the difference. Yeah, I don't like it either that he turns the ball over too much. But right. for the Bills, he finds a way to – uh, to cover the, the negatives in his game. The whole team does, offense and defense. Gotcha. Anyways, here's I got a different take on what the Bears should do. I don't think anyone's even said this. So it's it, Now, hear me out, because I think this actually makes a lot of sense. You may um, say it doesn't, but so let's say you want to trade Justin Fields. I would trade him if you could get a really good like a first-round pick or maybe two second-round picks. Then, now hear me out, you trade the first-round pick, two for three first-round picks, and then you just load up. And you get a ton of um, draft choices for the next two years. You sign. I actually think Basin's a halfway decent quarterback. And before you say anything, the 49ers, they're going to the, the playoffs with um, with um, Mr. Irrelevant, a quarterback. But you trade both picks. You load up on first rounds. You got next year, you got a first round. You got Carolina's top pick in the second round. And you load up for the next two years with tons of first rounds. And then you sign a good veteran quarterback. And. With all these picks, you could probably be able to um, reach a little bit and take a quarterback in the first round that maybe would go like number twenty. But you got so many picks, trade them both and build around. You know what? You win with the offensive line, the defensive line. You can't have a good quarterback throwing from his back. So, it, what do you think of that idea? It, so you're getting you're trading the pick and Justin and getting a veteran in here, and then you could get you get a veteran on a cheap contract. You sign you if you you still have base and I think base you, you, first is good. of all stop with the cheap contract because you're not getting a good quarterback on a cheap contract. You can't not get happen. Russell Wilson like on a cheap co- contract. Absolutely not. Uh, for next year you can't get him. I thought he's getting paid. Um, that he was signed like because uh, he's getting paid. But why you can get why a, would a, you a, want a guy that D- Denver hoodie is as wired well, in Denver as anybody? Okay. They well, hate Tampa that Bay dude. got Baker Mayfield that everyone said was so bad, and they're going to the playoffs. And then you you want to look at the teams. Um, the Lions had Jared Goff. Everyone said, "Oh, he's a throw-in. He's no good." They're going to. There's a lot of good veteran quarterbacks that you know. I think a lot of these um, guys look bad because the offensive coordinators don't know how to use them right. So you could. I'm just saying is you load up. On all these draft choices, could you imagine how many draft choices the Bears will have in the next two years in the first round and second sure. round? You build up with the, you already got a halfway decent yeah, team. I, I'm you build the, up on the line. Uh, Alan, we got a roll. Appreciate it. I'm taking the young quarterback. The flip side of what Alan's saying, too, is like, okay, it worked for Tampa, sort of. They got the benefit of playing in a horrific division. It's worked occasionally. But the flip side of it is look at what happened with the Colts. 
where for three years they ignored trying to get a franchise quarterback through the draft, and they went with Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, and uh, Matt Ryan, and it failed miserably. Got Frank Reich fired. Has Chris yeah. Ballard on a hot seat. Like it, it took until they went Anthony Richardson that now maybe they have a franchise guy, and like they they overperformed with Gardner Minshew, but. The veteran quarterback thing can also doom you. Yes, Andy Dalton. It very well could. <laughs> yes, it can. And, and by the way, speaking of, of maybe moving some draft capital, and Mel Kuyper Jr. had some thoughts on that yesterday, Cap. He, gave, he, he had a glorious idea. He did. This is Mel Kuyper Jr. yesterday saying what he loves about the Bears. Well, Ryan and Matt are our football guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. not what he said. Here you go. Grady, I'm going back and forth with this on almost a daily basis, and I thought about it last night and this morning. I'm back to Caleb. I'm back to Caleb Williams today, real time, because of this. People say, well, you stay with the known over the unknown, the known being Justin Fields. But they're all unknowns. Justin Fields is an unknown whether he can be a franchise quarterback. Caleb Williams, this year, if you say, well, he struggled, well, yeah, from the Arizona game one, he wasn't phenomenal, but hey, this kid doesn't throw interceptions. He had a higher completion percentage this year than he did last year when he was off the charts great. 93 touchdowns he was responsible for the last two years, includes 21 rushing touchdowns, 10 interceptions. To me, that's a chance for a grand slam, home run at the worst, maybe triple, as opposed to maybe a double for Justin Fields, who I had as the second highest rated quarterback when he came out behind Trevor. So I like mm-hmm. Justin Fields, but if you can get the eighth pick from Atlanta in a trade and, and draft Caleb Williams, uh, then I think you're setting yourself up very well for the future. So as we speak right now, if I'm the Bears, I'm taking Caleb Williams number one overall and trading Justin Fields. There you go. That's Mel Kuyper. And if I can get the eighth pick from Atlanta... Oh, my God. The Athletic this morning, their college football site, mm-hmm. they put uh, – they believe that Atlanta's trying to trade up to one with the Bears. Yeah, but did you see the trade offer? It was a joke. They got to well, get a little it? closer to the ballpark. I, I didn't. I just saw it cross on social. I did not get to read it. What, the, what? the trade offer that they projected <laughs> was number eight, I think their second-round pick, number 42, something like that. And then – a first next year and a second next year, and that was it. Yeah, not that. For, for to go from eight to, to go from eight to one. Yeah, correct. Not for Justin to go to get number one. If oh. they offered that for Justin, I'm just... <laughs> now, how fast yeah. can I get there? But if, for the for a number one overall pick in the draft, you're going to have to add quite a bit more. Correct. That is correct. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Let's go to. Uh, Daryl and Homewood. Hey, Daryl, what's going on, man? Hey, good. Hey, I want to talk about Mike Verb being our next coach. I had yeah. a question. Is we sure that he know how to develop quarterbacks? Because he had three of them, right, with Malik Willis, Will Levis, and then he had Marcus Mariota. He, he yes. No, I don't so think he, we, was he, did he the one yes. that had him? Because he was yes. only there five years. They may, yeah, yeah, he had Marcus. I think yes, he walked into the job after Marcus had been drafted. I don't think he drafted Marcus Mariota. Didn't no, he didn't draft him. But I think he but had he, Mariota year one. I think Mariota either got hurt or benched for Tannehill, though. Right? Yeah, that that is correct. That he did coach Mariota. That is correct. So, right. So he had three of them. So it's like another defensive guy. But can he develop quarterback? Well, I mean, Malik Willis was. Where did he go? Round twenty. He's never had a chance to draft the number one guy. 
and everybody I've talked to. This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. We turn to veteran reporter Shay Norling with breaking news on Captain J. Hood Shay. Tom Pelissero reporting with Ian Rappaport. The Bears are making staff changes. Offensive coordinator Luke Getze and members of his staff have been fired. Okay, for him and Tom Palacero, so they now need an offensive and defensive coordinator. So that means Eberflus is staying. All right. Feels that way. Certainly feels that way. And members of Getze's staff have been fired. So that means Tyke Tolbert, your wide receivers coach, is probably out. We haven't gotten the names yet. Uh, Getze is gone. They really don't have a running back coach. They promoted from within after they had to fire David Walker for HR violations. So what about the O-line coach, Chris Morgan? I don't know. Remains to be seen. All we know for sure is that Lou Getze is gone, which is not a surprise at all. As our, as our caller uh, makes a left or right turn, as I can hear. Uh, <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Thanks, Daryl. So what do you think, Daryl, from Homewood? Your thoughts. So um, that <laughs> I read to that yeah. is Eberflus is here. Forget about talking about Harbaugh or Vrabel or okay. anybody. Tomlin, not happening. Well, I mean, so we talked earlier, Cap, in the show about things that are obvious to everyone and we talked about accentuating the positives and hiding the negatives with the chicago bears i've made that that metaphor with the whole yellow pad thing of you know looking at your negatives what do you need to fix you need to fix your offense man you got to fix your offense and how you fix your offense is find someone that could be able to to help this offense be productive and now the other question is what happens with justin fields because yeah. as, you, as you've been balking at, you said you can't have a new system, a new offensive coordinator. Well, that's been the hallmark for the Bears for a long time. How many offensive coordinators did uh, Jay Cutler have? And you saw what the end result there was there for that. So I'm glad that the Bears recognize that we all recognize that the offense needs work. Now, the next question is, what happens with Justin Fields? That's the big picture question now, because it sounds like the Eberflus is coming back next year. Correct. It certainly sounds that way. Uh, we'll wait to hear more from the Bears, but... Per no, but, Ian Rappaport and Tom Palacero, they are making yeah. staff changes. His offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, and members of his staff have been fired. Well, on the spot now, Cap, because you've been talking about it, you don't think that you should have a new system in place. Now what? Say Justin comes back, it will be another offensive coordinator and another system. Correct. How does that make you feel? N- not good. Now, that I still believe they're going to draft a quarterback at 1-1. I really do. Unless he does not pass... All of the tests that Ryan Poles will put in front of him. I mean, I'd like to know who that is, too. We got to be able to get our list out of possible offensive coordinators because it's one thing to fire Luke Etsy, but I'd like to know what's in the drawer for polls of offensive coordinators because lay out the scenario that you've been laying out for the last three weeks. It could be an offensive coordinator, the Bears could underachieve, and that guy would just be here for a song, just for one year. Is someone willing to take that job? Someone will, but it was someone. Is there going to be someone good taking that job? It's going to be Josh McDaniels or Arthur Smith, and I'm going to go play in the ocean. <laughs> Josh McDaniels is not coming, or Arthur Smith not coming, and I will go play in the ocean. That's the big wow. question, though, right, Cap? I mean, again, another offensive system. Whoever you know, I, and I, I told you this before too. No matter who the quarterback is, Fields, Caleb Williams, Drake May, or whomever, that there would be a, a different system in place. 
you know, they can still trade Justin and there'll be a new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But who is that be? And then if the Bears don't get more than seven wins or if they look terrible, Eberflus is going to be gone. He'll be out in year three of four on, in his contract. And Andrew Janelko has also been fired. So they're moving on from fields. They I have would think. to be. They're not firing the OC and the quarterback coach and keeping the quarterback. That's the, they won't. Yeah, I don't see any scenario they do. But. So this is so this is what is going to happen, Cap. When they have their press conference, and it it feels more like tomorrow than than today. But we'll see. We'll see. There'll be a lot of jazz hands about Justin Fields, not necessarily lying, but they're going to be a lot of jazz hands from polls saying that we like Justin and we we can see him as the future, and then they still make a deal anyway. Because I think because you you're not trading him today, Justin. If that's what you're going to do, correct. You're not parting for him today. So that so I expect. Yes, we made a decision at offensive coordinator. We yes, we feel very good about Eberflus. Yes, we feel good about Justin Fields. And then by the time we get to free agency in the draft, there could be a parting of the ways at the quarterback position. It could be. We'll see. We will see. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Let's grab uh, Tony out in Yorkville. Hey, Tony, what's up, man? Hey, good morning, boys. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. How are you? Good. Love you guys. Love the show. Um, Thank you. Had to call in. Shout out to Shay. I couldn't remember what the term was, but as soon as Reggie, who I hope is on his way to be drug tested, called, I had to call it. These Bears fans with this Stockholm syndrome got to stop. I mean, they must. You guys, we can't be watching years and years of nonsense and just think that there's some sort of incremental improvement that somehow this is the quarterback of the future. Every single stat this guy has put out. None of it's positive. And this notion that, guys, O-line play across the NFL is atrocious. You know what good quarterbacks do? They'll get the ball out on time. They'll get the ball out early. They'll dirt it. They'll throw it away. He does not do that. I'm not – if Caleb Williams is the guy, that's fine. If Drake May is the guy, that's fine. If somebody else is the guy, that's fine. It is apparent this is not the guy. Good dude. How many excuses did we make for Mitch Trubisky like this? Not a lot, and he had the same kind of circumstances. How'd the, how'd the Steelers do? Oh, they're in the playoffs. That's right. Oh, but wait, is, is Trubisky leading that? No, because he sucks. And I'm not saying Justin is garbage, but he is not the guy to lead the helm. And what's going to happen is if we keep Justin and get a new offensive coordinator, the voices are just going to get louder because here we go again. Oh, this is his fourth offensive court. A good offensive coordinator will bring out success in the team regardless of what year they're in. Cap, you're absolutely right. It takes a few years for them to implement the full system, the full playbook. But look at Houston. Look at some of the other Look at some of the other places with first-year off OCs or the new playbooks. They still have success. Why? Because the quarterback will do what is required of them to do to have success. The quarterback elevates the players on the field regardless of how garbage the players are. Show me who he's elevated. He has not. Granted, again, Love the guy. He seems like a good dude, great leader. He's yeah. just not a good quarterback. And I'll listen to hang up. Love you guys. Love the show. Appreciate it, Tony. Thanks a lot. I, I'm yeah. with Tony. It's we. Oh boy, we won seven games, and we should have won that one, and we should have won that one. And you could have lost the Minnesota game. You could have lost the Carolina game. You are what your record says you are, hoodie. Yes. And by, and by the way, Cap. Again, for those that that love Justin Fields, even more so than the Bears, and believe that Justin Fields can be the guy. You know what? If you want to take out your angst, blame the Bears. Blame the offensive coordinator. Blame the offensive line. Hell, blame Ryan Poles. Justin Fields did not was not able to get to where he wanted to be as a quarterback with this team. It's because of him. It's because of everything else around him. It just did not work in concert. 
And it's okay to be able to say that. And by the way, if you don't feel that Justin Fields is the guy and he goes someplace else and kicks our ass, good for him. Because we know that at the time that he was drafted, it made sense. But we also thought that he'd be supplied with a good offensive line in front of him. We also thought that there would be more weapons for him. And it just it's not enough. It doesn't work together. And so you could just tell now that the offensive staff has been fired. The Bears see what we see, that there's a need for change. And it's good. you're going to get it at the quarterback position possibly, but definitely on the coaching staff. No doubt about it. Let's go back to the phones after we take a quick timeout. Yes, Shay, man? Uh, it just not totally uh, confirmed, but Jeff Hughes, the Bears blog reporting, was told press conference at 2 p.m. Central Time. Expect a lot of Justin Fields questions and many vague responses. Today? That's what's on Twitter. So okay. that's, uh, we'll again, not reporting that that's what's going to happen. That's just out there. Okay. okay. There you go. Uh, we'll take a quick time out. More of your calls. We will do Jesse tomorrow or on Friday. Aww. But right now, this is grabbing center stage. Looks like Eberflus is back. Getsy and Janoko out. Be right back. This is breaking news. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Home for sports. Wait a minute. ESPN 1000. We turn now to veteran newsman Shane Norley with breaking news on Captain J. Hood Shea. Per Adam Schefter, per Adam Schefter on Twitter, uh, after extensive meetings Monday and Tuesday, the Bears are not making a head coaching change. Matt Eberflus officially is expected to return for the 2024 season per league sources. All so, right. It, so disappointing. Well, this is what we expected, Cap. Yeah. This is what we expected. We we talked about it. We kept hearing rumors and innuendo about Eberflus. And again, the saving grace in the meetings was, look at my defense. Look how the defense got better. And he was able to come in in a very difficult time with Al Williams being uh, let go because of internal issues. And that defense got better. And so I think that was the reason why that he's uh, back as the head coach for the Chicago Bears. So no Dan Quinn, no Jim Harbaugh, no Vrabel, no Brian Flores, anyone else. It'll be Matty Refluce in year three. There you go. Ryan and Matt. Ryan and Matt are our... Ryan and Matt are our football guys. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, And and so the other story, and Shay, let's update it again regarding... uh, what happened on the offensive side? Let's uh, let's, let's hear that story yeah, Luke, again. It was Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport that had it first. Luke Getze and Andrew Janoco fired. Uh, they said other members of the offensive staff, I believe, but I don't think we have full names yet. At least we have reported Luke Getze and Andrew Janoco, the quarterbacks coach, have been fired. There okay. you go, Cap. Let me ask you this: uh, How much influence do you think Iberflus had in that decision? Of saying our offense isn't good enough, let's change. Oh, I think he absolutely was in lockstep. Lockstep. I, would, I'd be, I mean, we all saw that the offense struggled, and I, now I'm wondering. Like, I'm sure Eberflus looked at the numbers, just like polls and everyone else looked at the numbers, and said this isn't good enough. And so, you know, when it came to the offensive defense, we know which unit was best. We know which one actually put some numbers up. And it was Eberflus's defense, and he won in those meetings. He won. He won. So I would not bring him back, not when there's quality. Op- like When we were talking to Albert a few weeks ago, and it was, I don't know, there's a bunch of assistants out there. But all of a sudden, you got Mike Vrabel out there. You've got potentially Belichick. You've got Jim Harbaugh. And they're not even, unless we find out they talked to someone and decided not to do it, they aren't even kicking the tires. 
For what it's worth to the rumor that we had in the headlines earlier and talked about in Shot or No Shot, available on the ESPN Chicago app, the rumor from last night on social media, the Bears blog reported that Matt Eberflus would survive, mm-hmm. the offensive staff would get bombed out, Two for two. The third, it was Justin Fields likely on the roster in 2024, and they could use the number one pick on a quarterback, which I think would be a colossal error. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I think they're going to say, we're going to evaluate the quarterbacks. We love Justin. He's a great person. He's made progress. We're not as good as we got to be, but we'll see where that goes. And then in the end, if, if Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever check all the boxes... They're moving on. All right. So Quinn, Harbaugh, Rabel. Here's what we do, Cap. Yeah, they're up. Just get rid of that list of potential head coaching candidates for the Chicago Bears because they will not be there. So we go back to our 7 o'clock hour and bring it forward. I said that can you pass up on what I think is a rich head coaching candidate tree and the quarterback tree all in the same offseason? It won't be a Harbaugh or Quinn or those guys. Now Now that that's done, now that you know that Ibrahim is coming back, you're going to pass up on these coaching candidates. Now can you pass up on this quarterback class, speaking of Caleb Williams and or Drake May? Correct. Can you do – I mean, because that's what it comes down to now. You can't. You cannot. Okay. That, I mean, that, that is likely. Uh, we got some news about uh, the station today too, right? Correct. Carmen and Yurko are en route. We will stay local and we'll hand it off to them when they get here. Okay. Okay? All right. That's fine. So Again, uh, the breaking news, Luke Getze, Andrew Janoko, both have been fired. Matt Eberflus, it has been announced by Adam Schefter, is returning as the Bears head coach. Okay. There you go. I, listen, I know that it is a disappointment for you and I because I just think that if you really feel that the organization is getting better and you say, oh, we've got these draft picks and things – feel different than you would try to strike while the iron's hot. And maybe from a Ryan Pohl standpoint, maybe he couldn't wait for Jim Harbaugh. Maybe he wasn't sure about Mike Vrabel because there's that connection with him and New England. Maybe he couldn't wait for Dan Quinn, who's already interviewing with two or three other jobs, you know, other teams. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe because they realize that they got to talk to the press soon. Like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll just run it back with Iberflus. All, all I will say again is this, Cap. If you're going to do status quo, go ahead. I'll support you. But if you fail and you wet the sheets, we're going to be on you because we have to hold this team accountable. All right, let's go back to the phones. 312-332-3776. Gerald's on the south side of the great city of Chicago. Gerald, good morning, Sparkles. Good morning, sir. Uh, Hey, Cap. Um, I'm just calling in because, like I said, I have been listening to a lot of the analysts and I don't agree with a lot of stuff that people be saying. I think that Justin um, can be a great quarterback in the league if he's given enough time. Well, how much time is that? Well, like back in the day, uh, quarterbacks were had to sit for a while. But he never had to. You know, he came in and he was thrown in uh, almost immediately. Um. I think they should spend more time in bringing in people to get help some of these quarterbacks get out of their own heads and start, you know, to help learn these systems. And you got your radio uh, okay. on. We appreciate it, but you got to turn the radios down, people. 
I mean, to answer his question, um, you know, the whole world wanted Justin Fields to start from day one. Correct. As much as Matt Nagy said he's not ready, he's not ready, and then he had to be pressed in the service anyway because which of he was right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They t- they try to do it the Kansas City way by having a veteran first to take all the lumps. That way, the young quarterback and Justin can learn. But the whole world cap wanted to have Justin Fields start, and then you saw what happened. Not you know again, Bears were not equipped to help Justin Fields, and Fields could not help himself at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. A tank year, and then this year, and so. You can you get it right. I mean, this is everybody wanted Justin to play, and so here we are, seven and ten, and his career and his future is on the line here with Chicago. Correct. Let's go back to the phone. Let's go to Matt. He's our guy in London. We got him and George. Hey, Matt, what's up, man? How you doing, guys? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm disappointed. I mean, I'm not shocked, but I'm really disappointed and. I just don't think he's the guy that can lead us to the promised land. I mean, I know, you know, that we haven't obviously ever developed a quarterback, but who are we honestly going to get in to develop Justin or develop a new one? I, I, I just can't see us getting to the playoffs at all next year. Like, you know, and, like, you know, and I know that might be a stupid thing to say, but... I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just absolutely speechless. I, 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 I just don't know what I'm saying. I really don't. Yeah. I, 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 I had no faith at all in him anymore. Yeah. And, I, and because I'm a loyal Bears fan, I'm, I'm always one of the Bears. You know, I'm that guy who sits up till four o'clock in the morning watching them. You know, and I, I, I just don't honestly think that they can develop anyone, and I just don't know what to do. I Pre- just don't know what to do. I'm, Matt, appreciate I'm, you, man. Have a great thank you, day. Sir. Thanks a lot. We're number one in London in the afternoons there. Uh, Zach Pearson tweeted this. Staff changes for Eberflusa Bears since the start of this season. You've got Alan Williams resigned, David Walker resigned, HR violations. Getsy fired, Janoko fired, and now Albert Breer, our guy, has just confirmed Tyke Tobert, wide receiver coach, has also been fired. More of your calls coming up next on Cap J Hood. Good morning. Glad you're along for the Cap and J Hood experience. We're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN. Hello. Chicago. Good morning. All right, so a busy day here at the radio station. Carmen Yurk are en route. So get out of their way. Carm drives a Volvo, right? I don't see. know that. I think he does. From um, <laughs> Got to get him a police escort, Danny. Come on. Danny, what's Prius. the company? What are we doing? He, Danny, who does Carm endorse? Isn't it um, Volvo? Volvo. Okay. From, uh, what's their name? Orloff Volvo. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Yerk's in a big pickup. Get out of their way. They're coming here. We'll chop it up with them. Then we have them until Waddle and Sylvie. And then if the Bears do do a, have, do do a press conference today, we will carry it exclusively. Nowhere else you're going to get that here on the radio uh, in Chicago, right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Yeah, the hope is that the Bears don't do do the press conference, that they actually can be able I to tell us exactly do. what's going on. <laughs> Listen, it seems like they might be. <laughs> they might be do doing the entire offseason. Look, I've said to well, you, I'm, I'm in on Ryan Poles. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I just don't agree with what he's doing. Hey, hey, listen, I mean, you, you have you have options, again, at the head coaching position and at the quarterback position. 
you have options. Now, again, now we wonder what the future of Justin Fields is. Is it a fait complete that he's going to be traded or not be with this ball club? Because, again, new system, new offense is coming in. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. And I'm just glad – listen, I'll spin it positive. I'm glad that the Bears are able to identify that the offense was troubled. I mean, I mean, the, the team, I think, at the head coaching position is troubled, but yet they're bringing Iberflus back. But at least they can identify, yeah, this isn't good enough. What are the numbers that Uncle Brew had, uh, your, your brother, oh, 35th? I'll, I'll read these to you right now. And these that will, would be me. Like our guy in uh, – Like I, I got the numbers, but the categories. The last and 37th Yeah, who was the caller from South Carolina, whatever his name was? He's not going to want to hear these. These are from uh, – my brother pulled these up last night. And it says, Justin Fields' career NFL ranks since he became the Bears' starting quarterback in 2021. Completion percent. There are 38 quarterbacks that qualify that played from that date until Sunday when he played against the Packers. Completion percentage, 35th. Sack percentage, last. Pressure percentage, last. Interception percentage, 37 out of 38. None of those numbers are good enough, and the one that you gave out is equally as damning that in the last three road games on a team that many people felt we should have been in the playoffs. No, not good enough. Uh, They scored one offensive touchdown over the last three road games, and that was on a one-yard drive that took eight plays, including penalties, to get in the end zone via the pass. Yeah, and so one of one of our callers said we covet the uh, the girlfriend from the other guy. Yeah, we do because the other girl looks great. Correct. You know, again, especially the upper echelon teams like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen or uh, Brock Purdy. Yeah, those are the things that you like, right? You like those <laughs> upper echelon teams, right, Jay Moore? That's what it comes down to. Oh yeah. Uh, even Jordan Love and and you're one as a quarterback. So again, it's about. This league is offensive. As much as the diehard football fan cap loves a, a good defense and run the football, that's great. But this league is vertical as well, and that has to happen for this team. That is exactly correct. Let's go back to the phones. Todd's on I-294. Again, we'll be local all day long here on the station. Uh, hey, Todd, good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you for taking my call. First-time caller. Um, thank you. My opinion is we trade back the number one pick the number three take uh, uh, Harrison Jr. and with our second pick take you know Bo Nix or JJ McCarthy, but I also think that we need to get uh, Valus Jones who cannot catch a cold, uh, send him to Cincinnati and break, bring uh, jo- uh, Jake Browning and his girlfriend over. Love to see them in uh, in. Yeah, I, field, I, yeah, uh, I don't, game. I don't need Jake Browning here. But thank you for the call. Appreciate <laughs> right, you, Todd. Thanks, Have a good day, buddy. You, you say you say nothing about his girlfriend though, but you don't want Jake Browning. His girlfriend's stellar. His girlfriend <laughs> would be the number one pick in the draft. Yes. <laughs> How bad will the quarterback room be with Williams and Fields? Putting Fields in a role like Taysom Hill or something. Well, it can't be any worse than Aaron Rodgers with Jordan Love, or Aaron Rodgers with Brett Favre. Other teams have navigated it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith, and Alex Smith handled it like a pro. Then they traded him to Washington. That, that Taysom Hill thing, I just I recoil at that because that is a specialized quarterback. He, he's carved his own niche in the National Football League. Everybody can't do that. That, that Taysom. Taysom's not good enough to be a starting quarterback, but he, and he's not good enough to be a, a fullback or a running back, but he could do both at the same level. 
That's just a specialized thing. He's an excellent gotta, tight end, Hoodie. You don't want to see Justin Fields out there chipping the edge? No. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> do you think you think Justin Fields is going to run out and start chipping Micah Parsons? Yeah, he's like, how's, <laughs> how's that going to go? Yeah, like his tackling and his hands. I have no idea if he can do either one of those things. I know he can throw the football down the field. I know he can run. I don't know about those other skills. By the way, this segment of Cap and Jay Hood brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. David Flom, Matt Moore's Dining Gem, Tom LaSalle on the north side of Chicago River. Try the new ski bacon. Thank me later. I don't know how either of you feel. I still feel like if they draft a quarterback with the number one pick in the draft, whether that's Caleb Williams, Drake May, whatever, if I'm Justin Fields, I'm asking for a trade. You're going to make me compete for this spot with a new quarterback coach, a new offensive coordinator, learn a new system, and you've got my replacement just sitting right here. i got to look at him every day in practice. I'm asking out. Correct. Send me to Atlanta. Correct. I don't see a scenario if the Bears decide to take Caleb Williams that they're keeping Justin. I don't see it. Justin pretty much pieced out uh, at the end of his press conference. We saw that, right? Yes. I mean, and, that's, and that, by the way, he didn't have to say that. I just think he was just covering his bases just in case. But, I mean, again, that door is still open. As much as we'd like to close it, Cap, we don't know what else is going on. I think I'm glad that they were able to address the offensive room, that that had to change. Those numbers were not good enough. And I'm glad that an Eberflus coming hat in hand says, well, I'd like to come back. Let's look at the defense. And I think that – and polls clearly agreed. The defense got better. But offensively speaking, that's also an Eberflus too. But I guess he, But he didn't get any blame for it. They just said, we're going to change the coaching staff for you. Okay. That is correct. All right. We got a ton of calls. Randy has a really good point that I want us to get into, and there's a whole bunch. James and Kevin and Randy and Zach and Andrew and KC and Anthony and Dave and Joey G and Bo. We got all of them. We'll get to more of your calls. Again, Carmen and Yurko are en route, so get out of their way. They'll be here with us. And then into Waddle and Sylvie. Bears have fired Luke Getze. Andrew Janoko, the quarterback coach, Tyke Tolbert, the wide receiver coach, and they are keeping Matt Eberflus. We want to hear from you in two minutes.